You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Well, welcome everyone. Today I have Penny Dijabon uh, with me here. She is a wealth manager at Financial Cornerstone Group. She focuses on women who are in transition, such as widowed or divorced clients. She's both a certified financial planner and a certified divorce financial analyst. So we're going to go through and talk a little bit more about divorce financial planning. Penny, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to share a little bit about my journey in the industry and to the passion that I have for helping women and clients who are going through a divorce or losing a spouse. What made you go through that focus anyway on the divorce side? Yeah, so really it's something that I always plan to do. Started actually spent 20 years in the real estate industry and worked with clients in investment development and homes. So I had that background, but I always had a love for that personal finance, how wealth was built. And it led me down a path after the real estate crash. I really decided that it was time to look at what I really wanted to do with I call it the second half of my life and started working in the industry first in banking and saw really the need for some of the skills that I think women really are naturally inclined to. Some of the women I saw, for example, that came into the bank, lost a spouse. They really, in some cases, just needed someone to listen to them and kind of untangle all the emotional pieces that were tied up with the financial pieces. And so I'd work with them from the banker perspective, and then I'd have to hand them over to the financial advisor because it wasn't my role at the time and just really saw a gap there as far as the caring and uh, the personal side. And as I was moving more and higher up into the industry, I felt like, hey, I can do a better job. And these are the people that I really want to serve and lots of stories along the way. But that's kind of how the path started. Where does your process start with the divorce process? Because obviously there's different financial advisors that get involved with divorce. So at what point does your role get involved? Yeah, great question, because I actually have two businesses. So I have the first piece which you just mentioned, is the Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, which is a mouthful. That piece is where I'm helping clients, men or women, but you know, I do look to the women, helping them in that first portion of the process. So that's where they're actually in the throes of the divorce or getting started with the divorce. And I'm working with their team of professionals, the attorneys, mediators, whomever is involved in that process for them, and analyzing the financial end of it. So attorneys, mediators are excellent in their area, which is the legal piece. I don't practice law, but I am the one who specializes in the financial side. So creating the reports, the financial affidavits, looking out for the client's situation. So if they get an offer 
for settlement. I can look at that from some of our tools, analyze what that means now and in the future, because there's a lot of moving parts, taxes, um, things have to be really looked at and scrutinized up front. Otherwise, once the divorce is final, there are no going back situations. So that's piece one. And then once we get our clients through the divorce, they have an option. They don't have to choose it, but hopefully they would at that point feel that comfortable, that relationship that we've built. We then move into the financial planning and investment management, which is that future piece. So helping them figure out what their goals are moving forward, making sure that their accounts are titled properly, beneficiaries, things like that, and just really helping them move forward into the next half of their life. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. Why? I guess some people think that I guess any financial planner could step into that role. So maybe walk us through where the differences come from with a certified divorce financial analyst and just your everyday financial planner that doesn't really deal with specific divorce training. Again, another great question. I don't even think there are a lot of financial advisors that realize that divorce analysis is a completely separate business. I've taken specific training through that IDFA, which is the Institute of Divorce Financial Analysts. So I've taken specialized training. I've had to have testing and I've had to have some experience to be able to hold myself out to be a CDFA. So that would be the gold standard in the industry at this point. It is a fairly new niche or new side of the business. So having someone who's trained, who understands and has the resources, we have specialized tools and analysis that help us to do these things. So having all of those pieces is really very important. And then on the other side, I've also have the CFP, which is a certified financial planner. And through doing that coursework and testing, a lovely six-hour test, and again, experience that's necessary. I would say if you're looking for a financial planner, that is the, the type of training that you want to look for. Myself aside, it really is, I use the word gold standard again for the financial planning and investment community. And then if you're looking for that divorce piece, I would highly recommend you look at the CDFA professionals and they have a website where you can look up who has that specialized training. Nice. No, I think it's it's totally different. And I only know it from the mortgage side, obviously, but having done this just on a regular mortgage transactions and occasionally seeing divorce situations, it's a whole different ballgame when you have to go through the certification process specific to divorce. There's just a whole different arena of information that you have to know about and different training that goes along with it. And I know the CDFA program is the same kind of concept. I wouldn't advise anybody going through that divorce process to do just a typical financial advisor. It's just not going to be the same level of service that you would get through a certified divorce financial analyst like yourself. So what sort of advice do you have for anybody starting down that divorce path? Anything early on that you would advise people to think about? Yeah, a few things that I've seen where people have done it right and protected themselves. And then, of course, you see the other side of it, too. So divorce is tough. It's an emotional and, unfortunately, 
business transaction once you get to that point. And I would say a couple things. First, just have a plan. I've seen too many ladies in particular that they are at the point where they just feel that panic, like they need to do something. But when you don't have a plan, it sometimes does not go well. So have a plan, have some resources in your name so that, again, once those emotions kick in, not all situations, some are collaborative, some people look out for each other, but many, many times things get heated, people get defensive. So making sure you have the resources you need to be able to take care of yourself and your children, if that's the case, and then, you know, employ people that are trained and also people that you feel that you're comfortable with, that communicate well, that you have a, a bit of a rapport with, because you're going to be entering into a very, you know, interesting time where you're going to have to tell people stories that maybe you're not as comfortable with just telling anyone. So having someone who, again, like you're comfortable with and communicates well with you is going to be really important. And that's, you know, has your back. That's going to protect you and that you're not just a number when you're working with them from that perspective. We've kind of dispelled the myth that it's all attorney driven. Obviously, the, the whole one of the main reasons for this show is to kind of go through a lot of that and kind of understand that there are other roles involved in the process that aren't designed to make it more complicated by any means or expensive. It's actually designed to make it cheaper and faster all around by having experts in, involved. Who do you kind of see as the primary points of kind of a strong divorce team at this point? Obviously, we've got the attorney that most people know about. They're typically going to be involved in some capacity. You obviously on the financial side, who else do you see usually getting involved in these or that should be getting involved that isn't currently? Yeah. So I told you a little bit about my real estate background. So I would say many times there's a home involved. And there, as you know, are some very specific things and there's a lot of myths around how this can be handled. So having maybe a realtor that's trained or at least has some experience in that realm and having a divorce professional on the mortgage side would be an excellent resource. And then really depending on the nature of your divorce might be uh, counselor, mental health counselor, there's kids involved, people that are trained in, in that adolescence, because it's hard on kids, you know. And also, if, you know, the situation warrants, you can do mediation or collaborative divorce. There's really so many avenues now. I think the best thing to do is to be informed, find the people that you're comfortable with that are going to take care of you. And then make decisions based on that. Like you mentioned, money is many times a factor. And it's interesting to me that a lot of times when I'm telling people about the services that I offer, they seem very excited. They seem very interested until they realize they have to pay for the service. And, you know, it's really interesting because the amount of money that can be re recouped before, or I guess recoups, maybe not the right word, but can be, you know, handled like properly up front 
will save you thousands and thousands on the back end if it's done right with the professional team. But I guess we have to create that value and and make sure that people understand the things like splitting pensions and, and the house and how if it's done wrong, it just costs people so much. Right. Well, and obviously the, the attorney will do it. <laughs> There's nothing stopping the attorney from, from splitting everything oh, up. But sure. to think that you know, you're either paying them to kind of learn through that process and try to get through the financial piece, or you can pay them to do the legal side and pay somebody else to do the financial piece. So like At the end of the day, you're not going to be paying less by getting a financial person involved because the same work is still going to be done on typically like an hourly basis anyway. So your work, you know what you're doing, you have the software in place, you have systems in place to make it more efficient than family law attorney that they're experts in their field. We kind of all stay in our lanes and make sure that we're all making the best use of the our time just to make sure that you know it's it's a smooth process for all everybody involved. So definitely I think the the moral of the story is is definitely don't shy away from getting experts involved just because you think that it's going to be more expensive. In most cases, it's the exact opposite from what I've seen. So um, certainly on the financial side, you definitely want to have a financial expert, especially if it's a complicated situation at all. If there's more to it, you know, having you involved or another CDFA, something like that is invaluable, in my opinion. So Yeah, that's a good point, too. There are situations where it doesn't really warrant a CDFA. You know, it's a simple divorce and we'll be upfront with people if they come in and they we go through their situation. If it's if, if there's no need for it, then there's no need for it. And that's OK, too. Sure. Well, and I think there's more need for it than not in most cases. And I think far too few people take us up on it on obviously the mortgage side, because there's almost always a house involved or there's mm-hmm. the plan to buy a house. So there's always need for that. You mentioned the real estate agent. There are divorce specific designations for realtors as well. So they can get involved in a lot of these things. Obviously, on the financial side, we're talking about that. So any kind of not even just outside of the box or complicated situation, there's still assets to be divided and there's still tax planning involved. There's still investments to be had. Not every asset's obviously the same. So having somebody like you is hugely valuable to, to make sure that all that's getting you know, split up equitably as opposed to just kind of splitting 50-50, trying to keep it simple when it's not really nearly as simple as it may seem. So True. Very true. Well, you had mentioned a couple of these things, the collaborative divorce. It's not a concept that I still see a lot out there. A lot of people aren't fully familiar with it. Most people kind of understand the mediation side. They understand the litigation side as the two primary ways to do this. Can you maybe speak a little bit more to the collaborative process or other alternatives beyond the the typical litigation or mediation routes? Yeah, so I have not gone down the collaborative divorce road for my practice yet. I do anticipate that's something that I will add at some point. But to give it kind of a simple explanation, it's really just everyone kind of working together. So there's a team, there's an attorney, there's typically someone like myself, a financial person, and and then any other, you know, the, the mortgage side, the real estate side. So they're all kind of working collaboratively, uh, so working together to get the divorce accomplished. 
So it's a little different than the way that many of us picture where, you know, everybody's on different sides of the table and, you know, maybe it goes to a judge at some point. It's more of like, let's all work to get this done. We're a team and there's things that need to be handled. So it's handled together little bit similar to mediation. So I think it's an area that's growing and you'll be hearing more of it in the future if you haven't heard of it yet. And like I said, that is something that I hope to add to my toolkit at some point. What are your typical cases? Are they usually mediation cases or does it usually go to litigation? Yeah, only about 10% of all divorce cases actually go to litigation and go front of a judge. So that's not the norm. Of course, it really isn't the road anyone should want to go down. I think what I see many times is, again, dealing with women where maybe they weren't involved in the family finances and all of a sudden now they have to to figure this out. Sometimes people on the other side are forthcoming with the information. Sometimes they're not. So just having someone that's reviewing things and saying, hey, where's I see XYZ on this document, but it's not included. Where is this? How do we put this into the, the whole mix? So I am seeing a little more of that where we are being the advocate for one party and particularly the women. So that's where it becomes really important to have someone like us where maybe people aren't wanting to share the information and they have a little bit of an upper hand on that. So that would be kind of the opposite of the collaborative side of the business, but it really just depends on on the people involved. There's really no cookie cutter when it comes to divorce. Thinking back, do you have any memorable cases that you've worked on that had a major impact on you? Yeah, one in particular that really did get to the litigious piece where people were just not cooperating small business owner that didn't want to be forthcoming with information and uh, children involved and was rather contentious and uh, experts had to come in. I mean, it just is the way it had to go and uh, took a very long time. It was a lengthy, difficult process. And I think I learned a lot of lessons by, I was more on the peripheral on this, but seeing things and the emotions tied up in it and the not being forthcoming with information, it's going to come out. So it's much better for everyone if they just are forthcoming and nobody really wins at the end. Money gets spent on attorneys and things that, you know, it could have been much easier on everyone. So it was early in and it's something that really impressed upon me the need for this service and Hopefully people don't get to that point, but if they do, they really need to to have someone who's understands the documentation that can take the time to sift through it and help the legal team because they have their hands full with their piece of it. So I'm very happy that I've gone down this road and plan to really expand upon this side of the business in the next months and years to come and 
And then I think it naturally flows into helping people in that next phase when they are ready to kind of restart things and dream and build and figure out the next pieces. And then you're there, you've already got a relationship and they already trust you. So, Right. No, I think that's hugely important. So I think it's a great service. I I hope more people take advantage of it because I think it's hugely valuable during the process and afterwards, like you said. Well, any final thoughts, I guess, before we finish up at this point? No, I'm just really happy to be able to have people like yourself, too, because it is a, a really more of a team approach. And you're the expert in that mortgage and home side, which is important. So thank you for inviting me on the show to tell my story. Yeah, but it's great to have you. So I think it's great advice. I hope people get some value out of that. If somebody did want to learn more about the services that you offer, both divorce and post-divorce, what's the best place to find you? Yeah, I have a website, which it's my name. So I'm going to spell it out. It's Penny, P-E-N-N-Y, Giovanna. So that's D-I-G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A.com. That'll take you to my website. You can schedule an appointment through there, or you can contact me directly. And then I have email penny at your, Y-O-U-R-F, like financial, C like cornerstone, G like group.com. And you're welcome to reach out to me through the email as well. And then they can always reach to you and you've got all my contact numbers as well. Absolutely. And I'll make sure to put the the website on the the description as well. So people can just click on that if they're curious. But this has been great, Penny. I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, same here. You have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.